She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Live, Love, Thrive Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you by 360karma.com. Today, we have on an amazing author of the book, Relationship. We're going to talk about how letters can heal relationships and also about her activism with the world of bullying in schools. Please give a warm welcome to Christine Grant. Hi, Christine. How are you? Oh, Catherine, I'm so glad to be here today. Good to have you here, fresh in from San Diego. Fresh as I can be. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Um, So so nice to have you on. And, uh, you know, uh, I want to talk about everything from your beginnings, because I always like to know where do people come from, what were their obstacles and challenges, Mm. and then um, talk about all the great work that you're doing. So, um, your book, Relationship, which we were just talking about, um, was, uh, you know, you had many famous authors that were endorsing your book, like uh, John Gray, no relation to me. <laughs> I wish he was. Uh, hi, John. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, why why these famous authors got behind what you're doing? Because I feel like it's so unique, uh, your approach about using letters to heal different relationships. So we're going to definitely talk about the book uh, relationship. And then also about your daughter's um, uh, situation at school with bullying and how you got so involved as a marriage and psychotherapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was lucky, I think, to have you as a mom in that situation because you know how to handle that type of situation. So we're going to share some of that advice with our listeners. And then lastly, uh, just want to talk about where you came from. So you were actually born here in uh, California, right? Yeah. San, San, San Mateo. San Mateo. Yeah. Yes. Actually, fourth generation on yeah. my dad's side. Yeah. So. And then I was surprised to learn that you actually um, were in the military. I was the original Private Benjamin, yeah. I like to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what yep. you were telling me. Yes. I love that. Yeah. And you actually got to meet Goldie Hawn, who, of course, was <laughs> Private Benjamin in the movies. Yeah. Correct. That's yeah. right. That's right. So did you tell her, hey, you're playing me? You know? I did. Yeah. I actually did. Yeah. yeah. I was very young. I was 21. I took a script writing class, uh-huh. and I wrote about my quote, adventures Mm -hmm. in the army, Mm -hmm. in Germany, the blonde going Uh to Germany. Oh my gosh. And the, um, the, the professor happened to be a, uh, a a doctorate for, uh, MGM grant. He was, he was the script, uh, doctor. And so he said a plus, 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 plus on my paper. Uh And then he, um, he called me in after the class and literally picked my brains for, about two hours. And oh then the gosh. Goldie Hawn series and the Goldie Hawn movie actually first came out. So yes, that oh was really gosh. surprising. And I hear, maybe it's Goldie Hawn calling right now. I hear I, it ringing. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so what made you go into the military? And was it, uh, did you have those Me Too movements that everybody's talking about happen in the military? I'm sure you must have. Well, Catherine, yeah. uh, since you've asked, yeah. I'm going to share. Yeah, I, I actually did. Yeah. I had a lot of uh, drama and trauma mm-hmm. in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, some pretty pretty terrible things yeah. uh, from having mud literally thrown on me because I wouldn't date the men, mm-hmm. uh, getting the worst jobs because I wouldn't kiss or date the men, mm-hmm. uh, having some real, uh, nearly losing my life a couple of times. I'll, I'll put oh it that gosh. way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I did have, wow. uh, and I was young. Yeah. I was a teenager. 
um, very much an independent young girl. Mm -hmm. I left, I graduated from high school at 17 and on a lark, moved to Hawaii uh -huh. and had wonderful time there. Started feeling guilty because I was having so much fun and I wasn't in college. Yeah. Came back and I'm an artist by nature. Yeah. In fact, my first degree is in art. I got an art scholarship. Anyhow, my parents uh, weren't supporting me in the arts and they wanted me actually to be a nurse. The sight of blood is not my thing. So and, I and it's yeah. so true back then everybody's like, "Oh, you can be a secretary or a nurse." Correct. Right? That that was that was the options back then. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know millennials probably just can't wrap their head around that, but yeah. you know, we have come so far even though we have so far to go. I also think uh, with this Me Too movement that a lot of men are getting woke to the fact that uh, this Me Too thing has happened. It's just so prevalent. I don't care what industry you're in, whether it's military, Hollywood, or whatever. And I think it's really good that people are sharing their stories. And I say this every week because almost every week, women have these Me Too stories to share, which I don't think they would have shared on a show like mine uh, just even a few years ago. You're right. Yeah. And it goes on from there. I mean, yeah. I was dating what my before we were married, my husband, we were kidnapped in Hollywood. Right. And I was taken. And it was very treacherous experience. Oh now, my gosh. I mean, ridiculous. I yeah. nearly, and I know this is G-rated, but I, I had a... Uh, almost a hypodermic needle with hydrochloric acid injected and a gun held to my head. I mean, oh crazy God. stuff. I was still very young. I was in my 20s. Now, this wasn't in the military. No, this, this was, now was in Hollywood. Yes. Oh my so gosh. I used to think, wow, what's going on? And But I'll tell you something. There is the um, gift wrapped in sandpaper, as they say, mm -hmm. and that was it at a young age. How I'm here today speaking with you mm -hmm. was... An innate, amazing, inspired notion mm -hmm. when I was nearly killed in the process of being murdered to call forth God, mm -hmm. the divine, mm -hmm. and to look at the perpetrator as a human that was very disturbed, mm -hmm. like a wild animal, mm -hmm. and calm him down. Mm -hmm. wow. Actually stroke his back. Wow. Yeah. And... Uh, so, and while his friend watched. Yeah. I guess I have to write a book on all this. Yeah. Know, but it's, right. That is a whole nother now, Oprah, isn't it? Now, yeah. now, the deal is this. With all these attacks, and I was also, you know, I had things as I was a very young girl also mm -hmm. occur to me. With all of those horrific attacks, mm -hmm. for some reason, I think I'm an old soul because mm -hmm. I never held a grudge. Mm -hmm. I didn't become angry. Mm-hmm. That was my saving grace. Right. I always interpreted the situation as I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. It wasn't about me. But now, you but you handled it with the divine intervention and, and survived it. I survived and, and so, it and that spurred right. that spurred my deeper dive into the world of manifestation, right. manifesting a higher power. Right. And when uh and, and, and by overcoming all these things, I imagine it empowered you and yeah. brought you to the work that you're doing. Now, um, you were also telling me you were you were married for a while. Yes. Uh, to a guy that was like Mr. Adventure. Yes. And uh, <laughs> that there are people out there that they're just kind of adrenaline junkies and it's hard to keep up with them. 
uh, because you were like climbing Mount Rainier and, you know, doing all these incredible things, which I'm sure were wonderful, but, uh, but like doing it on steroids, like, yeah. And so I, I imagine that other people identify with this too, when they encounter someone like that, who's super fun, super adrenaline, uh, but maybe too, too much of a degree that it's hard to keep up with. Well, that wasn't our issue. Actually, my nickname was ATC. Yeah. All terrain chick. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. I, I, I followed along pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. The, we did amazing things. We had right. wonderful adventures. Yeah. And I'm not the quote adrenaline junkie, but right. I do like to have fun. Right. And I love I can see that. I love traveling. <laughs> yeah. And we, we literally, oh, we had a great time. And this was like 13 years you were with them, right? 13 years right. we were together. Right. So and I know it was a heartbreak for you. What made you leave that? He was unfaithful. Oh, very, that'll do it. Very oh, unfaithful. Do it. Okay. Yeah. And it wasn't about me. It was yeah. sort of a serial situation yeah. with him. It's always interesting to me how I would say men, but I guess it's people could um, just, you know, have such a wonderful relationship, be married to someone they love, have a, like ideal partner, and then uh, cheat on them. But you know what? That's like a whole nother show. So I, I just want to say that you probably took your strengths from you know, getting over your divorce and, and these different plights that we just talked about mm-hmm. and use that uh, for the greater good to write this book and um, also to help your daughter who, um, once you became a single mom, I know you moved to, it was Del Mar, was it? or The Del Mar area. Del Mar area uh, f- because you thought it was great schools. Yeah. And then your beautiful young daughter um, ended up being bullied and had to switch schools and and that was a whole nother trauma thing that you got involved in uh, with the schools, creating a program to help empower uh, people or children that do get bullied. So let's talk a little bit about that, because I think that, you know, we could have listeners that their children may be being bullied and being a psychotherapist and being someone that's handled this, you know, personally. Yeah. I'd like to share some of that. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So um, not only uh was I a psychotherapist for Mm -hmm. 20 some years. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm no longer working in that because what I do is off the charts a little bit, okay? Yeah. Uh, But I also was a school psychologist for over 18 years. Wow. And that's when I left my husband, I decided to create that as a way of raising my daughter in an Mm -hmm. easier environment with summers off and all of that. Right, right. And also um, having the opportunity to work with children and families because I have a a real fondness for children. And and it it did break my heart when my daughter, uh, whom uh, we adopted at birth Mm -hmm. and truly uh, was a gift, she's a gift in so many ways, Uh, very sensitive, very beautiful, very intuitive young girl, and uh, she was bullied, terribly yeah. bullied. By and, this, and this is becoming so common. Yeah. They say that the social media is perpetuating it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Actually, she was cyber bullied as well. And even mm-hmm. though I was, quote, in the biz, mm-hmm. and I would go to her school, and I would complain, and I would you know, report on this and that happening because it was so over the top Mm -hmm. where girls were threatening to get their older brothers from high school to beat her up on the way home. She was in middle school at the time, a very difficult stage developmentally for most kids. That's so scary. That's scary. And and I know somebody else that their child was bullied and they went to the school and complained and wrote letters and 
come to find out in investigating it that it really falls on deaf ears. They don't really do anything. Is that true? It, it did occur that way for yeah. me at yeah. the time. Yeah. She's 23 now, so this was 10 years ago or more. Right. Right. And that was shocking to me. But then didn't the school end up coming to you saying, hey, let's create this anti-bullying program? No. I oh. took it upon myself. Oh, you took it on yes. yourself. Yes, there was the National Mean Girls Conference that was right. happening in Orlando, and I oh. said, I have to find out. I have to get to the bottom of this. And especially someone such as myself who had been targeted in yeah. life in so many ways. Right. And as I early mentioned earlier, he nearly lost my life. I certainly didn't want my own child and, to and undergo I wanna, anything. I want to back up to that National Mean Girls Conference. Does that still exist? It probably does. Yeah, yeah because for That'd two be years. Good to know. So what I did was I went back there and I happened to meet the producers who happened to give me a ride to the airport 45 minutes away. And I was sharing my story of my daughter's uh, difficulties. I mean, literally, I would be driving her to school and she would be in tears. And I won't go into all the mean and shenanigans, you know but you it was pretty bad. You and I have talked, and it seems that you often uh, manifest things that, you know, whatever's going on, all of a sudden there's the person, you know, all of a sudden there's John Gray, all yes. of a sudden there's the person that does the Mean Girls Conference. It's it's kind Did of, I mention you, I'm an old soul? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm just saying, I think I came down people. here. I came yeah. down here to realize yeah. that no matter what happens, no matter what happens to anyone, mm -hmm. you have yourself, you have the God within you, that divine essence, whatever, that is whatever anybody calls whatever it, whatever anyone yeah. wants to call it, yeah. that life force yeah. within you is more powerful than you would know, right? Or than and, any uh, human uh, atrocity that you'd be trying to overcome. Yes. Yeah. What I want to say is, your you are your essence is much more than you would ever realize. Yeah. Someday when we're up there, you know, playing harps on the clouds <laughs> and going, wow, if only I'd known. Yes. So I'm down here to remind people, to reveal to them who they really are. Yeah. And so what I did was I decided, uh, after this ride to the airport with the producers, they yeah. then asked me, would you come back and speak the following year in Las Vegas at the Hilton? And I had never spoken, yeah. you know, to a large room before. Right. And I was flattered. And I said, sure. Yeah. And, and this is for the Mean Girls Conference that was in for the Vegas. Yeah. Correct. Th thank you. Yeah. And uh, so approximately nine months later, I got a message. We'd love to have you. And we want you to speak in about two months. Three weeks later, I woke up in the middle of the night and went, OMG. I do need to have something to really share a product. Right. So within three weeks, I it was downloaded to me this um, this book called Be Friendship Focused, BFF, Be Friendship Focused, and it's a manual with scripted yeah. dialogue for any mentor because the schools today yeah. they don't always have the um, you know the educated people they they don't have the manpower to handle. Right. The amount of relational aggression that's right. going on, et cetera. And I love that anagram, the BFF. Thank that you. That was brilliant. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. So anyway, long story short, I went around the country for two years oh my and uh, had the book to, you know, to try to sell, to help pay for the airfare and the hotel. And uh, in San Antonio in 2011, a, a producer uh, or excuse me, publisher, uh, saw my manual, loved it, and then asked if they could uh, publish it. And my daughter, at the same time, we created the A-Z, A-Z power cards. So it's her painting. She's very artistic in mine. It was a mother-daughter 
uh, experience. Oh, and wow. uh, they yeah, so children love manipulatives. It's like an oracle, and it has a power character building word for every letter of the alphabet. Oh, so I that love was that. Yeah, so that was that. So uh, both the book and the power cards uh, are put into some schools. Yes. For, for them to help empower kids against bullying and creating self-esteem. and Correct. Yeah, that's Correct. awesome. Correct. In fact, yeah. I was having dinner the other night uh, in a restaurant, and I overheard a school psychologist with her husband discussing her heavy caseload. And I leaned over and said, hi, you know, and I told yeah. her my story. She says, oh, my gosh, I have the power cards. I love them. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah, all these that's years so later. Cool. Yeah, so it was very you nice. You know, um, I want to talk about relationship, the book. But first, just to wrap up the bully thing, your daughter um, had switched schools yes. and at some point uh, was going to go to a party and see the girls from the old school that bullied her. Yes. And I love the story that you shared okay. with me about the advice you told her to tell them when they would approach her because she knew they would and they would try to bully her. Uh, tell, tell them what you told her to say to them. Okay. So in this book, BFF, Be Friendship Focus, this manual, it's filled with subtle energy exercises in palatable language for public schools. So again, working with your energy system and, and sort of the human condition, mm -hmm. which, is, uh, which really rolls on love and is diminished with fear. So when they came up to her and started to bully her, what did you tell her to do? Okay, she didn't want to go to this. I actually switched schools the yeah. following year, had to drive her to school and all this, but it was worth it, of course. And she was invited to a posh uh, event for the 13-year-olds with a dance uh, and a slumber party the night before with a decorating committee. And she was so thrilled to have these new friends who were actually sweet and nice yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Well, days before the this event was to happen, she came to me and said, Mom, I don't think I want to go because I, the mean girls are going to be there, and I just know they're going to hurt my feelings. So then what I did, and I recommend this to every parent, is you always ask your child first if they want your, or your advice. You don't want to just give random advice because then it's going to be met like... It has to okay. be their idea. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So... Would you like some advice on this? Sure. So what I said is, you've been there, done that with these mean girls. In other words, probably they may certainly try to hurt your feelings or exclude you or uh, do something uh, vicious even mm -hmm. or put you down, mm -hmm. uh, call you names, whatever. So if you are confronted, this is what I would recommend. You make eye contact for more than no more than 15 seconds. You look directly in their eyes. And as you're doing that, I want you to raise your frequency. And by that, you're going to think about something really special, like you won passes to the Black Eyed Peas concert and you're going shopping at Nordstrom's. Yeah. Okay. And then after you've done that, you say, and the person that's, you know, haranguing you thinks you're listening, but you're really not because you're not giving any negative body language. And then you simply say afterwards, thank you for, uh, I'm sorry you feel that way, but you know, can we talk about this another time? I am, like you've heard them. I'm sorry you feel that way. Can we please talk about this another time? She said, Mom, that is the most corny, ridiculous thing. And I said, well, you asked for my advice. She decided to go to the event. She called me the next day. She was in a limousine. <laughs> and I went, wow, you are a manifester. <laughs> 
she says, yes, and we're on our way to go shopping. So uh, then she said, Mom, when she came home, Mom, I took your advice. And she just literally sighed and said, it worked. Wow. It worked, yes. And Mom, I did exactly what you said. We're friends. Your friends? Oh, my gosh. The biggest compliment to me was one of the biggest bullies asked me to be her Facebook friend. And that is an honor we would all (laughs) like to have from, you know, our children's uh, friends. So by raising her vibration and and looking the person in the eye. Standing in her power. And then and really kind of taking her power back with the words that you suggested. That's what breaks the... Well, you're not taking You can't give your power away to people, in other words. That's the message I want people to get. There are are what we call chi vampires, people that are always going to be grabbing more power. It's a natural, unconscious way most humans work. When you have enough power, you have an abundance of self-empowerment, you feel that amazing self-confidence. Right which and is the most attractive attribute anyone could ever have. Right. Then it's like... That disarms go, pull, them. Well, it's like, have at it. I have yeah. more energy than Carter yeah. has pills. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can... <laughs> so, well, yeah. I think that's a good message yeah. because in our culture, uh, you know, women tend not to have self-esteem. When people see that, they take advantage of that. So it's so important that we build the self-esteem. And one of the things that people should take away is we uh, what we think and what we say empowers us or or takes away our power and so in our kids it's so important to instill them seeing themselves in an amazing light doing amazing things and then they'll manifest that so uh we're going to be wrapping up our interview and i want to talk about relationship because it's such an important book like i said john gray uh wrote your uh endorses it, Mm -hmm. as well as other famous uh, authors. And the reason they do that is uh, it's so unique. Uh, And it's about how you use letter writing. And you are a ghost letter writer in many cases um, in this book. And the book is filled with all these stories of how the letter writing helped uh, to address um, broken relationships, whether it was love or with a parent or with a child uh, with someone maybe that was in an accident, you know, forgiving the person, you know, who caused the accident yeah. or whatever, like all these different scenarios, yes. right? Yeah. And so why don't we talk about one or two of those um, as we're wrapping up about w- what some of the stories were and, and how, let's pick one of the stories okay. and then how that helped to heal that relationship. Okay. Gosh, there's so many stories, yes. and they're all ghost-written, actually. Mm-hmm. That is the service I provide. And by ghost-writing a letter, I'm actually tapping into a client's heart. And I, the words come through me, but it is from their heart. I help people to express. You're a conduit. I'm a conduit. Thank mm-hmm. you. I help people to express where they're really at, not get, move past the ego. I leap over anyone's defense mechanisms, their pain, their sorrow, their regret, their shame, and co- write compelling letters. And what's so, one of those stories okay. you'd like to share? Wow, there are so many. Okay, so I'll give you one that's kind of cute. Uh, so this one woman uh, contacted me, and uh, she was married for about 10 years. 
and she found her husband incredibly boring. She uh, called him a computer nerd. And although the computer nerd was a good man and provided a lovely lifestyle for her and their two children, who were three and five, she complained on and on about how boring he was, their their lovemaking wasn't as good as she would like, and on and on and on, right. and that she was ready to have an affair. So when I spoke with her, I realized in talking with her further that, um, and it was interesting because her and her husband both came from different cultures, different mm -hmm. countries, and not that that has anything to do with it, but we do learn a lot from our culture and our parents Absolutely. and our families are our primary teacher. So how sure. we communicate is often sort of taken on. At any rate, the love language that the husband was, it seemed, trying to create um, was taken as an offense by the wife. For example, if they were in the swimming pool, he might splash her playfully, and she would take it as, I just had my hair done, what do you think you're doing, and yeah. get upset. Anyway, so I said, well, listen, you have a lot at stake here, and he's a good man, and before you throw in the towel and uh, run out and uh, find someone to have an affair with, mm -hmm. let's give it a shot. I wrote a very beautifully seductive, if I may say, mm. passionate, loving letter of respect and appreciation, really, for all of the, the love and the goodwill and protection and all of the good elements that this man brought into their relationship and mm -hmm. provided for the family. Mm -hmm. As soon as she got the letter, she called me and said, I need your book immediately. So, okay, she got the book. And then I didn't hear from her, which is normal because I'm not doing therapy. This is yes. a coaching tool. Right. I open the window, right. okay? So uh, anyhow, uh, I then ran into her some months later. I said, my goodness, how are you? She said, I am so happy. Oh I am gosh. completely happy. I said, really? What's going on? She said, we're in love. Oh, what? I said, you're in love? It. You're in love? Yes, we are so in love. What happened? Did he love the letter? I didn't give him the letter. You didn't give him the letter? No. I keep threatening him and teasing him and saying, one day it's going to be on your pillow, <laughs> but not yet. And he wants that letter. <laughs> and I said, then what did happen? She said, Christine, I read the letter. So in reading the letter, she understood what was really revealed to her yeah. was how she was showing up. So sometimes the letter is cathartic to the person who uh, is the one that is like writing, writing yes. it, so to speak. Correct. With, through With your help. And the other is the recipient sometimes is changed. But um, you know what I love about this? And I think people should pick up this book. It's called Relationship by Christine Grant. It's, I take it it's on your website. It's it's on the website. Which I'm, is? Uh, www.inspiredheartletters.com. Inspiredheartletters.com. And... Um, they can also uh, get it on Amazon. On Amazon. Right. It's in Kindle and it's in paperback. The audio is yet to yeah. to come up. That, that will be yeah. next. Well, you know, uh, no matter what situation it is, uh, any relationship that needs some healing, take a look at the relationship. See all the different people that were helped by uh, doing the letter writing. And um, I think you'll really enjoy the stories and enjoy the book. So definitely yes. want to pick that up. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you. And I appreciate the good work that you're doing to help people, Thank help you. people to heal. Thank you. Keep doing the good work. I just want to say I've been writing those letters for 15 years. Oh, my gosh. And nearly as many men as women 
uh, ask for my services. I love so that. It's a blessing for me to help Yay, in that man. way. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be here again next week. Make it a great week. Hugs and happiness.